Okay, so we're up to the two dots on the bottom of Chafa Midbez. The Gemara is continuing with the discussion of whether Asay is Deichaloisa say by a Koin Gadol and Amana, which means if a Koin Gadol and Amana, he's supposed to do Chalitza, but the question is if he does Yivam, does it work? So we're just concluding this and then we'll enter the world of Shniyas, which are rabbinic Arayas. The Gemara says Itmar, Bias Koin Gadol Ba'amana, if a Koin Gadol has relations with an Almana to do Yibam, which he's not supposed to. The question is, is it effective? So it's Machlekes of Yechon Rebbe Lozer. Chad Amar Enei Peteres, Vichad Amar Peteres Saras. It's a Machlekes of whether it covers the co-wife, meaning when you have yib, when you do Yibam, it covers all the co-wives. So it's a Machlekes whether Yibam with a Kohen Godel co- covers the co-wives, meaning is it effective? So let's go to the next Amit. So the Gemara explains, if she's an Almana and not a Basula, so then it's an Asay and a Lois Asay not to marry her. So his bia is mamish going. There's no validity al pitayra to do what he did, right? So he says kuli pligi Everyone agrees that it's not effective. A kohen gadol had relations, had bia yibum with a woman who's in a widow and a baula. So it's 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 an asay and a leisa say. There's no reason al pitayra to allow what he did. Therefore, it doesn't work. Meaning, it does not cover the co-wife. And when we said yesterday that it does, that obviously is only talking about when she's a basula. But if she's a basula, it doesn't work. That's what Gemara says is accepted according to everybody. Because an asay is not the machlekes is only between Rav and Rav Lazar when she's a basula and a widow. So then. Mandamer Peteres, the opinion who holds that the Yibam is effective is because So maybe we wouldn't have necessarily advised him to do this because as we said yesterday, it, you could avoid this by doing Chalitza. But at the end of the day, so it's effective. But the one who says that it's not effective is He holds Asei is not in this case. Why? Because Chalitza is doable. Chalitza is a possibility. We do not say asay dochalaisa say. But you remember, Rish Lakish said yesterday, you only say asay dochalaisa say when you have to do the asay and there's no way to avoid it. But over here, because you could do the chalitza, Chazal did not allow you to do yibum. And if you did it, Chazal punished you. It's not effective. That's one opinion. Okay. The Brisa says in Balu Kanu. The Brisa says that if the Koyin Gadol does be, it works. Straight up, the Brisa says that it's effective to Yufta. Okay, it's not Gashayla. Okay, knocks him out. Fine. Now, the Gemara just says as an aside, the Gemara just says as an aside, it should also be a Kash on Rishlokish, right? Rishlokish's Shita is that Asay is not say when it's avoidable, right? Over here it's avoidable because you can do Chalitza, but if it's, it says it's effective. Meaning, Rishlokish says Asay is not say when it's avoidable. That's his statement. B, over here it's avoidable because you could do chalitza. So according to Rish Lakish, it should not be effective, but it is effective. So this brisa seems to also disagree with Rish Lakish. Now Rish Lakish was never addressing Yibam, but he said a statement that is lechora problematic. He said that Asay is only docholosa say when it's avoidable. When it's not avoidable, when it's avoidable, Asay is not docholosa say. Over here it's avoidable because you could do chalitza, and yet it's effective. So this brisa seems to not be like Rish Lakish. So the Gemara says no. Rishlokish says, I only said, I say is not the when it's avoidable. Chalitza is not considered an option. Meaning, 
Chalitza is such a bedieved, that's not called avoidable. Meaning when it's asay doi chaloyis asay, when it's avoidable, fine. So he said, oh, it's avoidable because you can do chalitza. That's not avoidable. Chalitza in place of yibam is so bedieved that it's not considered a viable option and it's not considered avoidable. Huh? Lav mills it meaning it's like it's like the Torah is telling you how to do it. It's sort of like divorce. No one would say it's a mitzvah to get divorced. It's just that if you're going to do it, the Torah is telling you the proper way to do it halachically. That's how Rish Lakish looks at chalitza. Not that it's a viable option. Not even that it's a mitzvah. It's just that if you're going to do it, this is the proper way to do it. If you it might be one of the tayak mitzvahs, but. Is there a mitzvah? Would, would you tell someone to do to get divorced when they're happy? No. Of course not. I, it's a mitzvah. The answer is it's not a mitzvah that you're supposed to do. It's that if you find yourself in such a situation, that's how you do it. That's how he looks at Chalitza also, I guess. I don't know. It's interesting. So the Gemara says, Amar Rava, Remez l'shniyais Today's daf we're going to be dealing with shniyais. Shniyais are rabbinic arayas. They're just like steps further. Right, like on the family chain, you know, like a mother is an erva, a grandmother is a shniya. And there's no issue in the Torah to marry a grandmother. It's a shniya. That's, that's, so wh- what's the source for this in the Torah? What's the source for shniyas? Even though it's rabbinic, where is like the remez for shniyas in the Torah? So the Gemara says, Shnemar, because the Pasuk says regarding Arayas, ki es kol asu That all the abominations, these abominations, these is an extra word. So what is it referring to? Ha'el is kashos. Ha'el refers to very, very difficult abominations, meaning the Torah is saying they did abominations these. They did the worst abominations, meaning they did arayas, which implies that if there's bad abominations, that means that there's lesser abominations. If ha'el, these, is referring to kashos, the worst abominations, which is arayas, which is biblical arayas, that implies that there's rachis, that there's softer abominations, which is rabbinic arayas. So it's learned that from the word ha'el, which means difficult, that there are difficult arayas, which implies there are non-difficult arayas. Right, the only thing is that they're using a... They're, they're using so the is going to talk about it. It's, it's, it's all smach you don't have to say it. It's a smach So the Gemara says, ha'el is kashis, mechlatik arachis, which implies that there are arayas that are softer, those are shnias. Now the Gemara just has an aside, we're saying that the word ha'el means difficult. How do you know the word ha'el means difficult? The ele'aretz lokach, which is they took the mighty ones. You see, el means mighty, difficult. The Gemara says, um, this is a side. We're saying the word ha'el means difficult, which means arayas are very difficult. The problem is, Rav Levi seems to say the exact opposite. Rav Levi says, it's worse to be uh, un, uh, 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 to tamper with weights in business. They would wait, you know, um, when they would have weights, you know, um, weights and measures, whatever. So if you if you tamper with weights, so basically you're taking money from people, right? you're being unscrupulous in business, the, Rav Levi says that's worse than Arayas. Why? Because Arayas says the word ale, which is not so bad, and when it comes to being unscrupulous in business, it says Ela. So you see Ela is worse. So you're telling me Ela is so difficult, I thought Ela is worse. So which one is it? So the more answer is very simple. Ela is bad, 
There's three levels. There's the softest, which is Shneas, Ale, which is bad, and then Ela, which is worse. So it's not a kasha, right? You said Ale means difficult. I, I thought it's not as bad as Ela. The answer is, it's not as bad as Ela. Ale is bad. Ela is worse. The Gemara says, Ale kasha ve'ela kasha mi'al gabi arai. Me'el. Okay. So now, just as an aside, let's just finish this discussion. You're saying that what's worse, arayis or being uh, dishonest in business? So we're saying dishonest in business because it says Ela, and arayis just says Ale. So extra hey is worse. The problem is arayis also says Ela. Gabi arayis nami oksev Ela. Arayis also says Ela. So how could you say that unscrupulous in business is worse? Arayis also says Ela. So the answer is, ha'ahul midis mikares. No, what it means is, Really being un, 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 uh, 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 being unscrupulous, whatever, in business is worse. I, it says Ela by Arias. It's because Arias has something more strict than that. It's Chayv Karis, which you don't have by business. So the Gemara says, Ela Maichum Rayu. So, one second. So you're telling me that being dishonest in business is worse, except in punishment. So then what it, how, how is it worse? And what, in what capacity is it worse? So the Gemara says, Hani Yef Shebetshuva, Hani Lo Yef when it comes to tshuva, assuming you don't have a baby, if someone lives with a not, you know, with a karis, whatever, you can do tshuva. Assuming you don't become pregnant, because then, then, then it's very difficult to deal with it. But you could, you could do tshuva. You can't do tshuva if you're dishonest in business, because if you if you have a store that you've been ripping off people for years, how do you do tshuva for that? You don't even know who you ripped off. If it's one person, that's one thing. But if you like a, you know. Like a Ponzi scheme, it affects hundreds of people. You're not going to be able to do tshuva for that. So what makes it more difficult is that tshuva is a lot more difficult when it comes to being dishonest in business than when it comes to um, uh, arise. So the Gemara just finishes up. We're going to get to the two dots. And then then the fun start, fun part starts. So this is so far so good. This is easy. This is the easy part. Yeah. So the Gemara continues like this. Another source for Shniyas. So the first source is Ale, which is difficult Arayas, which implies there are non-difficult Arayas, which are Shniyas. Ravidam Mehach, Ravidah says, Ve'izen v'chikar tikin m'shalom harbit. It says that Shlema Melech made a lot of m'shalom and he made handles. Handles for the Torah. Meaning, before Shlaim HaMelech came to the world, that the Torah was like a basket without handles, meaning you couldn't, it wasn't safe, it wasn't easy to pick up. He made handles, meaning Arai Shniyas are safeguards. They're like walls, they're like handles, to be able to make it that you could handle the Torah more easily. Because the purpose of Shniyas is to prevent you from Arais. That's the purpose of why they did it. Meaning, they ossered living, marrying your grandmother because if you marry your grandmother, at some point someone will marry their mother. I mean, and, and all the shniyas are to prevent you. They're all gedarim. So this is another source for gedarim in the Torah. Another source, Ravesh Mehacha, Pereyu al Taverboy, Shatami Olav Avar. It says, pass along, what do you call it? Pereyu al Taverboy. Someone, um, how do they translate this? I'm going to the art scroll a lot today. Um, Rejected, do not pass on it, veer away from it, and pass on. Meaning, it's the source of the Torah to basically say, move around the Yisurim, meaning make a gather. Another source, uh, I'm sorry, Amr Avashi, Moshul Deravoshi. You know what the Moshul for uh, Shneas is? Lamada Radoima. It's comparable to Adam Mishamer Pardis. Your job is to guard an orchard. Mishamer Bibachutz, 
if you guard it from the outside, kulim ishtamer. Right? If you set up your, if you set up your ho- your box, your 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 uh, guard post outside of the of the of the gina, you'll protect the entire gina. But mishamer levnim. But if you set up your post inside, you'll only protect what's from you to the end, but you won't protect what's in front of you, because people could be stealing in front of you. So too it is when it comes to putting up fences in the Torah with Arayas, with Shnias, they put up fences, that way they protect everything. If they didn't put up fences, then the only thing they would protect would be Arayas, but they wouldn't protect everything else. If you, if you guard... If your job is to garden or garden, and you put up your fence outside, you'll protect everything. If you put up your fence in middle, you'll only protect from the middle in. So too it is with fences for the Torah. The further you put the fence, the more you protect. If you don't put the fence outside, you just go with the Arias, just what the Torah says, you'll just protect the Arias. Now the Gemara just says, Agav, Hadaravashi Bedusahi, that mushal was uh, no good. Why? The answer is it's not a good marshal. Why? If you put up um, the guard post in the middle of the garden, you'll at least protect the middle of the garden. If you don't put up a fence in the Torah, you'll, people will do arayas. You'll lose everything. Meaning, it's like, oh, if you don't put up a fence outside of the Torah, you'll at least protect the Torah. Not true. If you don't put up a fence in the Torah, then people will do arayas. You'll lose everything. It's not exactly comparable to a guard post. It's worse if you don't put up a fence. Because at least with a guard post, you'll protect wherever you are. But if you don't put up a fence, you're not going to protect anything because people will be poigin with arayas. Gufa, Ravkana Mehocha, last source for putting up a fence. Ushmarta mishmarti. Also mishmaris le mishmarti. You should put up a fence to my fences. Amrli Abai the Rav Yosef, Hadaraisahi. This is the cash my father asked. I thought Shniya said the Rabbana. These are all Pesukim Deraisa. Right? This is a Pesuk in the Torah. By the way, this is only up to now, to be fair. Up to now, we're Pesukim in Kehelis and Mishle. But this is a Deraisa Pesuk. So how could you say it's Derabono? I thought it's Deraisa. So the Gemara says, He Deraisa Pusher Rabbonon. The answer is the source is Deraisa, but Chazal explained it. But the Gemara says that's also not good. That's everything. Does the Torah say Lamites Malachas? No. Chazal understood it's Lamites Malachas. When Chazal explained the Torah, that's biblical. So how could you say that it's, it's a biblical concept that the Chazal explained, that that makes it biblical? So the answer is, It's a complete Esmachna. Meaning, it's a complete Rabbinic. This Pasuk is not actually referring to this. It's Chazal's interpretation, but that's not the Pashtran Pasuk. Okay. Let's do it. Well, that wasn't the part that that wasn't the part I was worried about. Uh, so let's, let's dive right into Shneas. I'm gonna close close my regular Gemara for this. I'm not even gonna pretend. All right, let's do it. Tanarabana, Mahim Shneas. What are the Shneas? What are the secondary Arias? So Art Scroll has a whole diagram. But I'll just tell you what they are. Uh, your mother is an Isidaraisa. Aim Huh? Yeah, I know. Aim Imoi Aviv. Your grandmother on the mother's side and the father's side is a Shnir. Grandmother is a Shnir. Let's keep going. Aishas Avi Aviv, the Aishas Avi Imoi. The wife of your grandfather, your grandfather's uh, second wife is also a Shnir. And your grandfather on your mother's side's second, uh, second wife is also a Shnir. Okay, so far so good. 
Aishas Achi Ha'av Mina'im, your father's maternal brother's wife. So your father's brother through the mother, meaning your father has a brother that they share the same mother. So your father's brother's wife. Your father's paternal brother's wife, meaning your uncle, <coughs> your uncle's wife, when it's it's sharing it's sharing the same father, that's Daraisa. Shalamas. That's Daraisa. Yeah? That's that's Daraisa. Your father for me, it would be Shalamas. Meaning Yoni's wife. It's weird that I'm using these examples, but yeah, it's, it's just it's, it's easier. I apologize. So your father's paternal brother's wife, that's Daraisa. Your father's maternal brother's wife. So if let's say you're, you have a, your father has just a brother through the mother's side, his wife is Darabon. This is the easy part, by the way. This is nothing. Uh, your mother's paternal brother's wife. Okay. Now, by the way, all uh, your uncle on your mother, your your aunt and your uncles on your mother's side is is all deraisa mother. It's your mother's paternal brother's wife is a shnir. Your mother's brother's wife. Your uncle's wife through your mother's side. It's it's a shnir. Basic question: Why why is one deraisa one deraisa? No idea. I have no idea. It's all connected more to the father, so the whole mother side on that on that chain is Darabana. But it's your mother's paternal brother's wife. Okay. Aishas Achia Aim Minaav. Your mother's paternal brother's wife that we just did. Okay, fine. The Kalas Benoi, the Kalas Bitoi, your son's daughter in law and your daughter's daughter in law. It's your granddaughter in law. That's a Shnia, Darabana. Now, the Gemara is going to ask is that that should be also Deraisa because it's your daughter-in-law's daughter. Hmm. Your daughter's daughter-in-law. Yeah, okay, fine. No, actually, that's not Deraisa. Your daughter's daughter-in-law. Your son's daughter-in-law. Okay. Fine. You're the grandfather, basically. It's your grandson through marriage. Or granddaughter through marriage when they're divorced. But you have to realize with all these women, it means when they're divorced, obviously. Because if they're married, then they're an ish You understand? Okay. Umuter Adam Chamov. A person is allowed to marry his father-in-law's wife. Okay, so that means that your father-in-law. No, it's not your mother-in-law. It's your father-in-law's second wife after he gets divorced, and it's not the mother of your wife. Meaning, your father-in-law's. It's your. It's your. It's your wife's ex-stepmom. Kidza. That's mother. That, that's Mutter. Aishas Chargoy, the wife of your son's wife. Your son's, your son's wife. No. The wife of his son's wife. His wife's son from another marriage, meaning your stepson's ex-wife. Your stepson's ex-wife. That's also Mutter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But also Bibaschargoi, but you're also to marry the daughter uh, um your wife's son's daughter. So it's your wife's grand granddaughter. Now the problem with that is that that should be Daraisa. Your wife's granddaughter is also Daraisa. So the Gemara is gonna point out this is not a Shnia. This is the only one in the list that's not a Shnia. Your wife's granddaughter is also Daraisa. Wife's granddaughter. Um 
Your stepson is allowed to marry the stepfather's ex-wife. Okay. And your stepson's ex-wife, you're allowed to marry, but you can't marry their daughter because that's your wife's granddaughter. So your step, your stepson's ex-wife, you can marry her, but but you cannot marry her daughter because that's your wife's granddaughter. So the Gemara just has a question, which is one of the people listed is your wife's son's daughter. So we said that as a shnia. The problem is that's asa deraisa. That's a granddaughter. It's your wife's granddaughter. Your wife's your your wife's stepdaughter's daughter, meaning your, your wife's daughter-in-law's daughter, which is your wife's granddaughter. That's also deraisa. The problem is dechsev as basbi nas basbi tot says you're not allowed to marry your wife's granddaughter. So that why how's that a shnia? That should be also deraisa. So the Gemara says you're right. It, it was only in the list because we wanted to talk about the end of the case, where which is that you're allowed to marry your wife's stepdaughter, your wife's ex stepdaughter. That's allowed, but you can't marry the daughter because the daughter is the granddaughter. Um, we just threw the granddaughter in Aga. But the granddaughter is actually also Darais. It's not a Shnia. The Gemara says, You have your wife's your wife's ex-stepdaughter. Your, 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 your ex-stepdaughter. So your wife's daughter-in-law after the son gets divorced. Right? So your wife from a previous marriage had a son, got married to a woman, they got divorced. You're allowed to marry her. Right? You're allowed to marry her. But you can't marry her daughter because that's your wife's granddaughter. So the Chiddush is the daughter's Aser but the mom's mother. Look if I just wanted to point out you have such a mitzvah. Okay. It's more of this, by the way. As I said, it's like it's like a cartoon version of Yubamas. It's like someone's like, oh, your great aunt's mother's niece's daughter. It's like, this is what they think of him. says, this is actually what it is. So the Gemara continues. The Gemara just wants to know, why isn't the following case listed? Meaning, we were looking, the Brisa listed a case where the mother is mutter, but the daughter is asa. Which is your wife's ex-stepdaughter. Daughter-in-law. Your wife's ex-daughter-in-law. Wife's son. Wife's son's Ex-wife, so you, your, your wife's ex-daughter-in-law, that's allowed. Marriage that's allowed, but you're not allowed to marry their daughter because that's your wife's granddaughter. So we have a situation where the mom's mother, not the daughter. So the Gemara wants to know why don't you say the following case, which is also where like one generation's also one generation's mother, and the following case, Aishas Chamov. Okay, your your um your father-in-law's ex-wife. Father-in-law's ex-wife, not your wife's father, mother. Your father-in-law's ex-wife. So you have a father-in-law, right? He had he had a daughter. That's your wife. Then he got divorced. Then he got remarried. Then he got divorced again. You're allowed to marry that woman, right? But you cannot marry their daughter because that's your wife's sister. So why don't you say that case? Why don't we point that out? Which is you're allowed to marry your father-in-law's ex-wife. But you're not allowed to marry the daughter because their daughter is your your wife's sister. <laughs> so the Gemara says, why is that not listed in the case? So the Gemara says, <laughs> Why is that not listed in the case? 
Why don't you say that case? So the Gemara says, I'll tell you why. Um, the case of your wife's ex-daughter-in-law, that's a good case, I'll tell you why. You're always mutter to her, you're always usher to their daughter, because their daughter is the, is the wife's granddaughter, always. The following case, though, of your father-in-law's ex-wife, that you're allowed to marry her, but you can't marry the daughter because the daughter is your wife's sister. Your wife's sister is mother after your wife dies. Your wife's sister is always mother after the wife dies. So it's not as good of a case because it's only usher b'chai isha. So we wanted to have, pick a case which is always mother and then the kid's always usher, or vice versa. I don't know. Yeah. Well, they did. They did. They married cousins, but this is a bit much. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. All right. That was the easy part, guys. All right. That was the easy part. This this Rabbi Short said it's the easy stuff. No, he said the first half. Oh, okay, fine. Yeah, yeah. But this is. Why it gets harder than this? Uh huh. Okay, that was the easy part. That this this is the part I did in the car yesterday. This is the downhill from here. Great. Okay, let's just finish up the daf. I know I'm on the first Amid, but let's just finish up the time. Okay, Amarav, Arba Nashim Yeshlan Hefsik. There are four women that Arayas, they're secondary Arayas, the Shniyas, but there's a Hefsik, meaning they're Usr, but their moms are Mutter. So the exact same relationship, just a generation up, is Mutter. They're Usr, moms Mutter. I'll give you an example. Now, he said there are four of them. Rav Biyode Tlas. Rav, when he heard this, he thought of three. He could only think of three, not four. What are the three? The wife of the mother's paternal brother. So your mother's paternal brother, so your uncle's wife, that's a Shnia, but your great uncle's wife is Mutter. So it's the same. So your uncle's wife is, is a Shnia, but your great uncle's wife is Mutter. So it's, it's a Shnia, but one generation up is allowed. What? No, because a lot of times when it comes to certain shniyas, they just asser, like daughter-in-law. It's like your daughter-in-law is asser, your great-daughter-in-law is asser, your great-great-daughter-in-law is asser. They just assered it down uh, That's why forever. These four, they just assered that generation, but a generation up is allowed. They didn't go a generation up. So your uncle's wife is a shniya through a, a maternal, your a mother's paternal brother, right? So your uncle on your mother's side his wife is a Shnia, but his father's wife, meaning your great uncle's wife, is allowed. Again, it's just they answered one generation, didn't go a generation up. The second one, Eishas Achia Av Okay, so let me just explain. Very, very simple. Father's paternal brother's wife is Deraisa. Father's paternal brother's wife is Deraisa. Mother's paternal brother's wife is a Shnia. And father's maternal brother's wife. Is a so they're both mother. No, so they're they're a So your father's maternal brother's wife, that's your uncle on your father's side, but they're sharing the same mother. That's a Shnia. But the great uncle is allowed. The great uncle's wife is allowed. One generation up. If you happen to be art scroll, they did a line like this is black because that's a, a erva and there's a Shnias. Okay. Kalasa, your daughter in law. Um, your daughter-in-law is Asr, but your great-daughter-in-law is Mutter. The problem is that's not true. 
So we'll have to figure that out. Okay. Uziri Moisif af avi imai. Ziri adds a secondary erva is your mother's father's wife. Your your mother's father's wife. Your mother's father's wife. It's your grandmother. Mother's father's. Your mother's father's wife. Is that your grandmother? That's my grandmother. Yeah. Um, one mother's father's wife. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, mother is an Asadaraisa. Grandmother is a Darabonon, but that's mother's mother. Or father, or father's mother. Mother's father's wife, which is your grandmother, is only is, is, is a Shnia. But a generation up is allowed. So your mother's father's father's wife, great your great grandmother is allowed. Your great grandmother is allowed if she's divorced. Uh huh. Your great grandmother. Yes. Okay. Avraham Nachman Bar Yitzchak was Simnach Dilo de Rav, and the simon is that Zairi added a generation above Rav. Now Rav my time alechoshele. Why doesn't Rav pick that last case, which is mother's father's wife? Why doesn't he pick that case? Now, let me explain. Mother's father's wife was rabbinically prohibited. The mother's father's wife herself is fine. Um, fine. So he's saying the mother's father's wife is Durabonon, but a generation up is allowed. Why didn't Rav list that? Right? Rav only listed three. Why didn't he like that case? So the Gemara says, Because your father's father's wife is Aser. So he didn't want to allow your mother's father's wife. Because your father's father's wife is Darabona. So he didn't want to allow your mother's father's wife. Because he felt that they could be confused. It's the same woman, just on father's side or mother's side. One Why is... They're more makhma on the father's side. So the Gemara says, Ziri says most people live in their father's home. So therefore there's more of a concern by the father's side than by the mother's side. Okay. Let's go right there. Kalasai. Okay, let's go to the next page. We listed as one of the Shniyas, Kalasai, your daughter-in-law. The problem is, daughter-in-law is also deraisa. What do you mean? How could you say a daughter-in-law is not a Shniya? Right? Shniya is derabonon. A daughter-in-law is not a derabonon. The Gemara says deraisi. Kalasai is deraisi. Dechsev. Erevas kalas chaloisagala. It says you shall not reveal the nakedness of your daughter-in-law. So how could you say daughter-in-law is derabonon? It's deraisa. So the Gemara says, Ema kalas benoi. It means your son's daughter-in-law. Your son's daughter-in-law is only derabonon. Your son's daughter-in-law. I, that, I could hear you, so you might want to take it outside. Your, do, your son's daughter-in-law, okay? So the Gemara says like this, So we're saying your son's daughter-in-law is a problem, but your grandson's daughter-in-law, that's allowed, because it's only one generation. The problem is, The Bryce says your daughter-in-law is also deraisa. Your son's daughter-in-law is also deraisa. And they asked it forever. So the question is, is your grandson's daughter-in-law mutter? We seem to say yes, and the Bryce seems to say no. So the Gemara answers, Your, your, your son's daughter-in-law and your grandson's daughter-in-law is also. Your daughter's daughter-in-law is is the only it, it, that's the only problem? But your granddaughter's daughter-in-law is allowed. So it depends on the, the son's side or the mother's side. Meaning the son's side, it's a problem. The mother's side, meaning your son's daughter-in-law is a problem. Your grandson's daughter-in-law is a problem. Your granddaughter's daughter-in-law, that's fine. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah. So the Gemara says, meaning so. Exactly. So your son's daughter-in-law is what they really ossered. That's what they were really concerned about. They ossered that lineage. Your daughter's daughter-in-law, they only ossered because of the similarity to your son's daughter-in-law, but they didn't go a generation down. Really on the yeah. The bottom line is exactly what they said before. Because of, the, because of the fact that the yeah, yeah, left the bomb exactly. Dom Rav says, I once heard from a great man, Mani Ravami. Ravami once told me the following thing. He said this cryptic line, They asked the daughter-in-law because the daughter-in-law. He didn't really explain what they meant. He says, And I was trying to figure it out. So a certain astrologer told me, You'll be a Rav one day. So he said, Amina, I said to myself, if I'm going to become a big Tamachacham, then I'll be able to figure out myself what he meant. When he said that they asked a daughter in law because of a daughter in law, he said, if I become a Rav myself, I'll be able to explain to myself. And if I become just like a, a day school teacher, not a Tamachacham, I'll go, I'll ask around. I'm going to get the answer. But he says, I became a Rav that I could figure out myself. And that is, when he says they asked a daughter-in-law because of a daughter-in-law, it means your son's daughter-in-law is Aser. That's the main Iser. Your daughter's daughter-in-law they asked just to keep symmetry. And the Gemara says, so, but the Gemara makes a caveat. They said that it's only a problem of your daughter's daughter-in-law because they were afraid that if you would be lenient there, you'll be lenient with your son's daughter-in-law, only in the following houses, like the house of Bartzisoy, or the house of Papa Baraba, or Mori Bar Isik, those houses were like those, like certain Sephardim, the whole family lived in one house. Daughter-in-laws, granddaughter-in-law, son's son's daughter-in-law, daughter's daughter-in-law, everyone was in the same house. So he says in such a situation, they asked the daughter's daughter-in-law, because the son's daughter-in-law, because they were in the same house. But in general, it's not something that Chazal would actually worry about. Meaning, Chazal understand in general, your son's daughter-in-law is a problem, your daughter's daughter-in-law is fine, and we're not concerned about confusion. The only time they answered it was when they're all living under the same roof. Because if they're all living, mamish on the same roof, generations on the same roof, people may not know the difference. So we should live under the same roof. Do you want, don't marry your daughter's daughter-in-law. Daughter's daughter-in-law, yeah. Ex-daughter-in-law, by the way. Okay. Okay, let's go weiter. Iboilu Ibakasha. Okay, let me explain. I'm just going to run through this very quickly. Your father's paternal brother's wife. Your father's paternal brother. So your father's brother through the father. Same father. His wife is Asad Daraisa. Okay. Chazal Asad, your father's maternal brother's wife. And Chazal Asr, your mother's paternal brother's wife. So there's always a paternal. Either your father is maternal or your mother's paternal, but there's, a, there's an aspect of a, of a father in there. The Gemara wants to know, did they extend the Yisr to your mother's maternal brother's wife? Because it, it's Bechalal, it has no, it's, there's no Shemetz of a father. It's your mother's maternal brother's wife. Was that included? So that's the Gemara's Kasha. What is the Halacha with your mother's maternal brother's wife? 
We asked the wife, your mother's, your father's maternal brother's wife is Darabonim. And your wife of the mother's paternal brother is also Wasser, because there's an aspect of the father in both relationships. But when there's no aspect of the father's relationship, we're not Aser. Perhaps there's no difference. I mean, the question is did they Aser your mother's maternal brother's ex wife? Was that included in the prohibition because it's similar to your mother's paternal brother's ex-wife, which is Asadar Abanan. On the other hand, th- there's no aspect of a father. It's all on the mother's side. It could be it was not included in the, uh, in the, in the Xera. So the Gemara just has a quick question. The Gemara says, Amrev Safra, I'll be down in two minutes, yeah. He goof Xera of Ananik of Inigzer, Xera, Xera. Isn't that Xera, Xera? Meaning, your father's paternal brother's wife is Asadar because of that, they asked your mother's paternal brother's wife. And you want to know now if they asked your mother's maternal brother? Isn't that like exer exer? It's like two steps. So you know the Gemara says? All of this is two steps. This is all two steps. The Gemara says, it's exer exer, right? It, the first degree, they asked Then they asked a second degree. The Gemara says, they're all like that. All Arias, all secondary Arias are Xer Lixeris. I'll prove it to you. Okay. Imoy Erva, your mother is Asad Araisa. Because of that, they Asad Amimai, your grandmother. Because they're all Aim Aviv, Mishram Amimai. What's Asad Araisa is your mother. What's Asad Arabanan is your grandmother on your mother's side. But you know what they Asad? Your grandmother on your father's side. So why isn't that Xer Lixer? What's the answer? The answer is, it's all your grandmother. It's all your grandmother. The answer is, they're both called grandmother. So that's one gazera. So by the way, you could argue the same thing over here. This is all called your uncle's wife. Aye, it's maternal. It's all the same. That Or, or not. Uh, I'll prove it to you another one. Aishas Aviv Erva. Your father's wife is an Erva. Deraisa. Because of that, Aishas Avi Aviv Shnia. They asked your grandfather's wife. On your father's side. Because all Ashes Avi Ima Mishim Ashes Avi Aviv. And because of that, they asked your grandfather's wife on your mother's side. Why do you say the Xer Xer? The answer is because it's all your grandfather's wife. So the Gemara says it's all it's all your grandfather's wife. So the Gemara says, Kul de it's all your grandfather's wife. Another one. Ashes Achiav min Haav Erva. Your father's paternal brother is an Erva. Ashes Achiav min Aim Shnia. The white your fa- your ma- father's maternal brother is a Shnia. Because all Ashes Achiav min so you can argue the same thing over here. It's not exactly the same. It's all called your uncle. So back to the original question, which is your mother's maternal brother's ex-wife is it mutter or aser? So the Gemara says, "My, what's the halacha?" We'll end with this. The Gemara says, "Tashema." The Brisa teaches. The Brisa says the following line, which is a bit cryptic and it doesn't really work. And the Gemara says maybe it's incl- it's it's hinting to this relationship. The Brisa says, erva." Any woman that's an erva to you, they asked that man's wife, meaning any woman that's that the woman is an erva to you. Then in a similar relationship of a man's wife, they asked. So what, like your sister is an Arab to you? So your brother's wife. So your brother's wife. It's not exactly like that, but conceptually, yes. Yes, like but that. that's not the same. The problem is, A, it's not the same. The problem is also it's not true. Meaning, it's not true. Uh, the Gemara just points out some examples of it not being true. Well, in Mamish, two minutes. So the Gemara says, it's not true. Bummer of a Klolohu? First of all, this like rule, what is it including? It's not accurate. Why? Chamoy say erva. Your mother-in-law is an erva. But you're allowed to marry your father-in-law's ex-wife. That's the equivalent, right? Your mother-in-law's the erva, your father-in-law's ex-wife is mother. Why don't they, they, they say that? That's, that, that's, that's, that, that goes against the rule. Eish is cham of muteris. Another example. Bas cham erva. 
Your wife's sister is an erva, but Aisha's ben chamoyse muteris, but your mother in law's son's wife is permitted. Again, it, it's the same equivalent, but it's, it, you see that the rule doesn't work. Another one. Base Cham of Erva, your father in law's daughter is an Erva because that's your wife's sister. But Aisha's ben Cham of Mutaris, but your father in law's son's ex wife is Mutar. Another example. Chergase Erva, your wife's daughter is an Erva. It's your daughter in law, it's an Erva. But, and then your daughter in law, your wife's daughter, your stepdaughter is an Erva. But Aisha's Charga Mutaris, but your, 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 your stepson's ex wife is allowed. It's, again, it, the point is, this rule doesn't work. Bas Chargase Erva, your wife's daughter's daughter is an Erva. Asia's ben Chargai Mutter, but your wife's son's son's ex wife is allowed. So all, you see that these rules don't apply. So what is this rule coming to include? So the Gemara says, It must be that what this, er, this list is trying to include, while the list is flawed, but what it is trying to include is your mother's maternal brother's ex wife. So you see that it is a problem. Okay. Now the Gemara just has a question, which is, we made a rule, but the rule doesn't apply for all these cases. So why does it, Why were those cases allowed? The answer is, it's, it's sep- degrees of separation. Your mother's maternal, maternal's, your mother's maternal brother's ex-wife, how many degrees of separation are you from that woman? One marriage, right? It's blood until her, and then she's one marriage. These women that you're allowed is where there's two marriages, where it's your stepdaughter's ex-wife. So it's ex-wife, so it's a marriage, and your stepdaughter is only through marriage. So it's two marriages to get to the woman. Basically, if you need two marriages to get to the woman, it's going to be okay. If it's one marriage to get to the woman, it's going to be a problem. Let's just finish up. The Gemara says, Shalach Rav Shishia, Rav Papi. Rabbeinu. The last one. We're doing well. Aishas Achi Avi Ha'av. Your father's father's brother's ex-wife. So your great uncle's ex-wife. Great uncle's ex-wife. And Achos Avi Ha'av. And your father's father's sister. Your great aunt. What is the halacha? Are they allowed or not? So the Gemara says, A generation below is your aunt. That's a problem. But do we say a generation up, they just asked Do we say, no, it's so many generations up, it's fine? That's the question. So the Gemara says, Well, it's not listed in the Mishnah of, of being Aser, so it's probably Mutter. The answer is no, ton of a shire. That Mishnah was not a comprehensive list, and there are, there are things in the Mishnah that are missing, and therefore the fact that it's not in the Mishnah is not a raya that it's Mutter. Mashayder what was list, missing, missing in the Mishnah that you show that the Mishnah is not a comprehensive list? The answer is Shayer Shniyas Tiberavchiyah. It's missing the Shniyas of Ravchiyah, which is tomorrow's daf, which is more of a Shniyas that Ravchiyah added uh, Shniyas. Um, I'm sure it's more I think we'll stop here and we'll pick it up tomorrow. I, I don't know. Today was like a. Uh, like, uh, right? Recording stop. I don't know.